You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to episode four. What you don't know will hurt you. I'm Dory Berenstein. And I'm Sally Horchow. And we are the producers of Is This a Room on Broadway? On June 3rd, 2017, 11 FBI agents appeared at the home of Reality Lee Winner, a 25-year-old Air Force linguist, to interrogate her about leaking a classified document proving Russian interference in the 2016 election. Is This a Room, the critically acclaimed Broadway play, reenacts the verbatim transcript of that interrogation. When we started the journey of bringing Is This a Room to Broadway, we knew there was so much the public didn't know about reality's story. So we created the podcast, This is Reality, to provide a deeper look inside the very important and very timely story of Reality Winner. In our last episode, we learned about the Espionage Act of 1917, a law created by President Woodrow Wilson during World War I, designed to persecute anyone interfering in American military operations or foreign relations. In recent years, this law has been used to crack down on whistleblowers like Reality Winner. This practice began in 1971, when the Nixon administration used the Espionage Act to go after the New York Times for publishing the Pentagon Papers, which detailed the United States' involvement in the Vietnam War. James Goodell, who was the attorney for the New York Times during this period, spoke to the Committee to Protect Journalists about how that precedent was set. No one ever thought the Espionage Act could be used against the press until Nixon decided it could. It was a big surprise. And people have forgotten that it was plucked out of the air. The Espionage Act wasn't used again to persecute whistleblowers for another 40 years until the Obama administration. The Committee to Protect Journalists spoke to Scott Shane, national security reporter for the New York Times, in 2017. To the surprise of many people, supporters and opponents of Obama, he famously set a record in prosecuting leakers under the Espionage Act. Usually people say that prior to Obama there were three cases, and under Obama there were three times as many. James Goodale explains further. Obama uh, is at fault for using the Espionage Act to get people leaked to the press, and my concern is since Obama's done it, as soon as Trump can find leakers, he's going to do it in great volumes. 
This laid the groundwork for Reality receiving a sentence of five years and three months in prison, the longest sentence ever given under the Espionage Act. In this episode, we will start by taking a closer look at how the Espionage Act makes it difficult not only for the accused, but also for their legal teams and their advocates. Reality's mother, Billy Winter Davis, takes us back to that day that she and her husband, Gary, got the call that Reality had been arrested. She told us where she was, and we tried to keep everything very light as far as, are you going to be okay? I remember telling her to remember how tough she she is. You know, she made it through basic training, which it takes a very strong person to make it through basic. And I told her, just remember basic training and you can get through this. And then they'll release you on bail. And I asked her if we needed to, you know, drive up there, if we needed to be there. And she said, yes. And we basically got out the suitcases and started packing. I asked her, do you know what is happening? What are you being charged with? I mean, what are the charges? Why why were you arrested? And basically she said she leaked a document and I didn't understand over the phone. It sounded like she said documents. Whether reality said documents, plural, or one document would later be used against her in court. After that phone call, Billy and Gary drove 19 straight hours to Reality's home in Augusta, Georgia, where 11 FBI agents had ransacked the house, aggressively interrogated her, and placed her under arrest. So we got there very, very early on that Monday morning, like at two or three in the morning. We let ourselves in. We straightened up what we could. The house was pretty much in disarray. And the, the hearing was actually, I believe it was at like 1.30 that afternoon, that Monday afternoon. And so we were thinking we were going to go to the hearing. We would figure out how to um, make bail and do what we needed to do. And she would be home that day. But as the hearing unfolded, it became crystal clear. Reality would not be going home. So we went to the hearing And when the issue of bail came up, the prosecutors said that they wanted to have a full bail hearing to discuss all of the facts of the case. And so the judge then agreed to that and he set the bail hearing for that Thursday. So then we knew that she was going to be in jail until at least that Thursday. And in court that day, when they read the charges, they just said that there was a complaint against her. That's how. That's the wording that they used to describe this. They said the complaint against her was for mishandling classified information. There was no detail at all with regard to what they were actually saying she did. And of course, we couldn't talk to her. We got to see her for the first time in the orange uniform and she was shackled and we couldn't get near her. Um, we couldn't touch her or hug her or say hello or or anything. And then as they were leading her out, I, I yelled to her that we loved her and that it would be okay. And she was appointed an attorney for that first hearing and that was Titus Nichols. And so after the hearing, he took us into a room to speak with us and we still did not know really what was happening. And Titus explained to us that he 
was a JAG lawyer. He was actually still in the reserves, and that's why he was selected to represent her at this first hearing. Mr. Nichols had been appointed to the court to represent reality because he was one of the few lawyers in Augusta with a security clearance due to his military experience. Yet despite this, he still wasn't afforded all the information about reality's charges. It wasn't until later that day that the magnitude of her charges would be revealed. The FBI agents actually came up to us in the, at the courthouse after the hearing and told us to be prepared to expect that there might be media coverage of the case. And I remember asking, you know, is this going to be local coverage or is this going to be national coverage? And the FBI agent, uh, Garrick, he said, national, ma'am, this is a national situation. This, this is out of DC is what he said. And so just leaving that courthouse, we were just so still very confused. Getting into our vehicle, all of a sudden, my phone just started ringing and blowing up. And it was, you know, reporters asking for comments. And I, I just, you know, would hang up because we really, we had no idea what was, what was happening, what was going on. And at some point I make the decision that, you know, the, the next call, the next reporter that calls me, I'm going to find out what's going, what's happening here. So the next reporter that called was David Shorttail from CNN. And I said, okay, before you start asking me any questions, I need to ask you what's, what's happening here, what's going on. And he said, you don't know. And I said, no, I do not know. And he said, you don't know that your daughter is accused of leaking information with regard to the Russian attacks on the election. And I was like, well, that can't be. She had nothing to do with Russia. They've got the wrong person here because she wouldn't even have access to any information with regard to Russia because she doesn't work in that area. I was like, whoo, you know, I, there's no way, there's no way that my daughter did this. He was actually nice enough also to say that right after the court hearing, the government actually did this big national press release where they told the nation about the arrest of my daughter, reality winner, and what she was being charged with and what she was being accused of. And also he sent me a link to the Intercepts article with regard to the document that she was being accused of, of leaking. Once reality was charged with espionage, Billy and her husband Gary tried to get their hands on any and all information that could be helpful. Gary and I were looking through the information that was out there, we started getting very worried about what this all meant and what the government was going to do. And then that night, I just remember, you know, we were still very exhausted from the drive, just looking at all of the information that was coming out about her. You know, people were going through her Facebook account. People were saying very mean things about her. People were calling her a traitor. People were um, saying that, you know, she should be hung. She should be shot. It really got scary there. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The day after the government released the information to the media, her attorney Titus Nichols sat down with Augusta reporter Barkley Bishop. I spoke with her attorney this morning, Titus Nichols, who says the way this entire case went down to begin with is absurd. He says when she was arrested at her home on Battle Row in Augusta Saturday, she was interrogated by police without an attorney present. Nichols says right now his client has a case being built against her, and he has yet to see any evidence of why she was arrested. I haven't gone over the evidence because we haven't been given it. So at this stage, the only thing we have is a press release from the deputy attorney general and an application for a search warrant. In all my time as a prosecutor, that's never been sufficient to either try a case or to even prepare for a case. So you're saying the DOJ prematurely released this press release, even though they had the affidavit information. That's correct. The DOJ authorized a press release to be given, but they haven't authorized any of the evidence to be given to my client. So we're at a disadvantage where while we're going off of is speculation, we don't have a list of witnesses. All we have is what was put in the application for a search warrant. And with that, there's no way to properly verify that because there was no hearing in which my client would have had the chance to confront any adverse witnesses at that hearing. Attorney Nichols goes on to describe the severity of the Espionage Act charge. Under the statute they've charged my client with, 18 U.S.C. 793E, she's looking at a maximum of 10 years in confinement if she's found guilty. The statute requires that the government prove that my client gave documentation or gave information, unauthorized information, that caused injury to the United States or benefited the foreign government. Here, we don't know what exactly was in the document. If the document that's currently being circulated, if that's the actual document, the government's going to have to prove how that injured the United States and how it benefited Russia. At this stage, what we have is the government putting a lot of time, effort, and resources into prosecuting a low-level government employee versus looking at the bigger question. Did Russia attempt to interfere in our elections? The media continued to make their case against Reality Winner based on the Department of Justice press release. Take a look at her Twitter account. It contains an almost constant stream of attacks on the president she works for or did until today. In February, she protested Trump's travel ban on Twitter by declaring that, quote, the most dangerous entry to this country was the orange fascist we led into the White House. She later tweeted that Kanye West, quote, you should make a shirt that says being white is terrorism. She retreated Kurt Eichenwald, remember him? His tweet demanding a redo of the election and suggesting that Trump had KKK sympathies, quote, why burn a flag Donald Trump thinks crosses burn much better? Now, this is obviously an intemperate political activist. How did she get a security clearance? We could ask this. There wasn't much that the family could do until reality's bond hearing a few days later. Nonetheless, Billy felt strongly that taking on the brutal defamation of her daughter's character was imperative. Billy advocated for her daughter, sharing the actual truth about reality's personality, her beliefs, and her patriotism. Initially, we said we were not going to talk to anyone. We, we were afraid of saying the wrong thing. We didn't know 
anything about this. And so we were afraid to say anything. But then as we started seeing all of the negative information out there about her. I want to burn the White House down. That's what federal prosecutors say 25-year-old NSA contractor reality winner wrote in a notebook before she was arrested. We realized that somebody has to speak on her behalf. And so we made the decision to begin to do interviews from Tuesday to Thursday, her, her bail hearing on Thursday. I couldn't even tell you how many interviews my husband and I did. It was just one after the other after the other, just trying to get out the other story, the other part of this. You know, my daughter, is, is, is she served with distinction. She's a veteran. She was in one of the most highly sensitive aspects of intelligence. Uh, she was highly regarded by her commanders and the people who think she's, you know, the things I've seen on Facebook. They don't know who my daughter was. She, she's dedicated to this service. You have a veteran, you have a decorated veteran who has never hurt anyone her entire life, who has served, who has volunteered, you know, in every community that she's ever lived. A good person, somebody who just who would never do anything to hurt our country. Her attorney, Titus Nichols, did the same. Here's a clip of him speaking to NBC News. Our next hearing is going to be Thursday in regards to her detention hearing. Sorry. I spoke to her yesterday, right after, right before and then right after her hearing. She's remaining in good spirits considering the political whirlwind that she's been caught in. Right now she's doing her best just to keep her spirits up. She, she's a good person. Uh, I know that concerning the press release from the DOJ as well as the information that's been circling on the internet has tried to demonize her as if she's a traitor, but she's a veteran. She served the United States Air Force for six years. In her spare time, she taught yoga while she lived here in Augusta. She's a good person and she has no criminal history. However, their media appearances didn't do much to help reality. Given the Espionage Act charge, the judge denied reality bail because she was considered a threat to American security. One example they used was the conversation that Billy had had with her daughter the day she was arrested. Tonight, federal agents are investigating whether she may have stolen more secrets, including some on a missing flash drive prosecutors say she inserted into a top secret computer. The judge citing that as one of the reasons he denied her bail. The government also claims that during a recorded conversation in jail with her mother, Winner said, Mom, those documents, I screwed up. Documents, plural. One of the reasons why they wouldn't release her on bail was because they also thought that she said documents and not documents. They thought that there was more than one document out there. They searched her house, they searched her car, they had her computer. There was no other document, but they used that call. And us never ever having been introduced into a situation like this, never having somebody close to me arrested and jailed. They used all of our conversations against her. On the day the court denied reality bail, Billy spoke to Augusta News Channel 3. 
there's a lot more to this case um, with regard to the actual laws involved and the actual classification systems involved, being able to prove up that she actually did what she's being alleged to have done. Winner's family wants her to get a fair trial, but explains that it's been a very delayed process, saying that her defense attorneys haven't seen all the evidence. Certain things need to be set up in order for them to even view the evidence, and that hasn't happened yet. I feel like it's all one-sided at this point. They also believe she's being treated differently. I know that the defense also put forth evidence with regard to other people who have been charged, you know, with these same allegations. Winner's mother explains that the evidence in the court being used against her daughter is from personal documents like journals or private family conversations. Reading the judge's response and his decision, I do feel like he took that seriously. We all have to learn from that because you have to ask yourself if anything that you put out there in a text, a message, a conversation, or a doodle is going to come back and haunt you a year later, would we all be safe? Billy remembers that day. To me, when I look back at that day, that day was, it was horrible. I mean, just to hear all of these different things that the government was saying about her, and it was hurtful and so much of it was untrue. It was the manner in which they were twisting it and then putting it forth. It was all untrue. We were willing to put up our home. We were willing to do whatever we could to satisfy the court that she wouldn't flee. And the court went right along with them and denied bail. And that to me, it just crushed us. It, it crushed us thinking that she was going to be there in that jail. And we didn't know for how long because these things drag out. We all know that court cases drag out. It would be four years before reality ever saw the outside world again. In our next episode, we will talk about reality's plea and learn how the cards were stacked against her from day one. support Reality by signing her petition for clemency at standwithreality.org. Please join us for the next episode of This Is Reality. And for more information and tickets to all productions of Is This a Room, visit bpn.fm slash thisisreality. And make sure to check out all the podcasts on the Broadway Podcast Network. We're tremendously grateful to our very special guest, Billy Winner Davis. We're also very grateful to the Is This a Room cast, Emily Davis, Becca Blackwell, Will Cobbs, and Pete Simpson, and the entire Is This a Room company. This podcast is created, written, and produced by Dory Berenstein, Sally Horchow, Rebecca Aparicio, and the Broadway Podcast Network. Sound engineers are Alan Seals and Kimberly Garris. Podcast editor is Alan Seals. Executive producer is Liz Armstrong. This is Reality is part of the Gotham's Fiscal Sponsorship Program under the Sound and Light Project. Lead producers of Is This a Room on Broadway are Dory Berenstein, Sally Horchow, and Matt Ross. Please join us for our next episode of This is Reality by following and finding out more information on bpn.fm slash thisisreality. And finally, special thanks to Bea Westby, Katie Rosen, Ayanna Prescott, and the rest of the team at the Broadway Podcast Network.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 